Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hey, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Cyber Church Impact Ministries. Today, we're going to be talking about something else crucial to your faith, and really it's going to challenge you in so many ways, but we're going to talk about the suppression of truth. You know, last week we read the scripture where the Apostle Paul talked about the fact that in the arena of science, in the arena of what we would call physics, talks about people who observe the creation and they suppress the truth about God and they bring forth a particular lie. They bring forth the lie. Not just a lie, but the lie. And the ultimate lie is that God is not the creator and we are not his specific creation. I tell you, today we're going to answer more questions. I know you got more questions. Get ready. Get ready to take a lot of notes. Of course, you can watch this over and over again at impactministries.com. And you can use this in your Bible studies. You can use this in your iGroups. Have discussions. Minister to a lot of people. Answer a lot of questions and end a lot of confusion. Be sure and get this free download that I've got for you called The God of Creation. Listen, you can send this to all the friends that you want to send it to because this is going to answer questions for people. This is going to solve problems for people. It's going to point them back to this very broadcast where they can get more of their questions answered. Now listen, I want you to understand, not every educator, not every scientist, not every doctor, not every teacher is a suppressor of truth. There are a lot of people that suppress the truth ignorantly because they have been taught the lie. And they've bought into it because that's all they've ever heard their whole life. They've read it in textbooks. And if a scientist says it so, if a doctor says it so, if a teacher says it so, or if a politician says it so, then obviously it is so. And so most people suppress the truth out of their own ignorance because they're not seeking God for themselves. They've just made up their mind what they believe. But I want you to understand something. At the very highest levels of of government, at the very highest levels of finance, at the very highest level of world powers, there is a Luciferian effort to suppress the truth about God, to usher us into the time that the Bible calls the tribulation, so that the Antichrist can manifest the one goal that Lucifer has always had, and that is to destroy what God loves. And so much of this Start it with and revolves around the whole idea of creation. Now, the very idea of a random universe violates the second law of thermodynamics. And some of this we've already talked about, but I'm going to get you back up to speed. You see, order does not come from chaos. Our current understanding of quantum theory says that the universe is interactive and cannot exist without an intelligent observer. Well, you know, if it requires an intelligent observer, it must have required an intelligent creator. If we take into consideration that all things must start somewhere, add it to all that we currently know about quantum mechanics, factor it in with all the known scientific contradictions, and remove that which is simply theory, the world's system would have absolutely no answers for creation of the world or the creation of human life. They would have what they have now, many unproven theories, and unproven theories that are advanced as fact are, in fact, only lies. Now, actually, they're more hideous than just lies. 
or conspiracies to conceal the truth. See, the theory of evolution, upon which all atheism hangs its proverbial hat, really can't be proven. But now we know, based on the greatest scientific equations of the greatest scientific minds in the world, that the world was created in six 24-hour days. Our universe is expanding, and we talked about this just a few days ago. Now, as it expands, time elongates because time and space are intimately connected. And this is just kind of beyond the mindset or the thinking of the average person, but this is very, very scientific, and it is very, very biblical. In this universe, time moves according to your perspective of it or the point from which you observe it. So what God did in the beginning in six 24-hour days from that point of time. In other words, it happened in six 24-hour days, just like the Bible says, but is measured differently from our point in time because we're looking back after time and space has been elongated. Now, based on our current scientific knowledge, the universe is a little more than 15 billion years old and only about 6,000 years old at the same time. It's all a matter of perspective. Are you measuring from the beginning when time was very condensed or from today when the universe, which is space and time, have continually expanded? Now, astronomers calculate that the universe has expanded since the beginning at a rate of one million squared. And I mentioned this to you just a couple of weeks ago. An MIT professor holds two doctorates, Gerald L. Schroeder, arrived at an incredible insight by dividing 15 and three-quarter billion year old universe by one million squared and arrived at roughly six 24-hour days. Even more amazing is the fact that based on these mathematical equations, each aspect of creation actually happened on the exact day it is recorded in Genesis. In other words, exactly in the time frames that science says that certain things happened based on these equations is exactly what the Bible has said all along. Now, this isn't based on the calculation of some religious extremist using strange math. This is a scientist using the best information from the best books and the best library at MIT. This is information that all scientists, teachers, and politicians could know if they wanted to, and many of them do know, but to acknowledge these facts validate God's Word. The accuracy of God's Word completely undermines the Luciferian agenda. And it, there are those that are not a part of the Luciferian agenda that just work from greed, selfishness, personal ambition, uh, political goals, the need and the lust for power. And so even though they haven't sold their soul to the devil, so to speak, the truth is they're still working from the world system, which is all built on Luciferian principle or Luciferian deception, so they may as well have sold their soul to the devil. Now, the biblical absolutes in the creation and genealogy of man, validated by scientific proof, displace all misinterpretations and all misrepresentations of God's Word. See, the absolute essential deception of Luciferian doctrine is rooted in the opposition to God creating the world and to man being created in the likeness and the image of God. And I'll tell you, 
Until you are settled in those two issues, you will never have stable faith. You will never be stable in your walk with God. And the truth is you will never truly understand the Bible. For the believer, this will be key to maintaining your faith when the world as we know it begins to unravel. It is in this very reality that we have the authority of man. See, man was created in the likeness and the image of God, and we were given dominion. We were given authority over planet Earth. Now, this is the deception wherein planet Earth makes it possible for man to sin. You know, man can do anything he wants here, and this is also the deception wherein planet Earth makes it possible for the man of sin, the lawless one, the worker of iniquity, the Antichrist, to rise to power. You see, if we don't know who we are in relationship to our Creator, then we have no authority, or we don't use it, not proactively or not deliberately, we use it by default. And once we believe the lies that the world tells us, well, all that we have then is fear. All that we have is shame. All that we have is a sense of failure. All that we have is a sense of doom and gloom. And as we talked about last week or week before last, out of our expectations and our belief about the, what the world is becoming, we're actually using our authority to believe it and to speak it into existence. Now, if science has proven that the Bible is little more than a religious myth, you are now a slave to the system. If you have let science overthrow your confidence in the Word of God, you've already become a slave to the system, even though you may be a believer. But let me say this, the religious system can overthrow your faith and your confidence just almost as bad as the world system can. Now, science blinks at thousands, if not millions of factors that must be in perfect harmony in order for man to live on planet Earth, the trillions of cells in our body, and the billions of activities that have to occur every single second require a perfectly balanced world and a precision of organized function, really, that could never have evolved by chance. If it did evolve, the estimated age of planet Earth is really not old enough for these factors to emerge in the right time and the right sequence. And then they would have to evolve again. They'd have to evolve more than once. I mean, stop and think about it. You'd have to have a perfectly evolved female with the ability to carry a perfectly evolved egg and a perfectly evolved male with perfectly evolved sperm in order to recreate this. You know, the absurdity that our bodies would randomly develop into such a complex yet perfectly organized organism defies the parameters of actual scientific fact or reasonable logic. One scientist says to assume that this happened randomly would be like a tornado sweeping through a junkyard and accidentally building a 747, not once, but then sweeping through and building a second one again. See, and then when you factor in the mind, which interacts with the body and the subatomic world in ways that are near miraculous, there's more questions that can be answered by the prejudiced, atheistic, scientific parameters of idealistic thought, and even more than can be answered by the religious thinker. Listen, the mind and body connection is more than anybody will understand. I want you to come back in a few minutes. We're going to talk some more about this. I want you to be sure and remember that every time you purchase one of my books or CDs or any of our products, that you are not only investing in yourself, which the Bible tells you to do, but you are also investing in the kingdom of God because we use the resources that come in from these, the sale of these products to reach the world with the message of the kingdom of God. Not just any message, but the message about Jesus being Lord and the Bible being true. Be sure and check it out. Apocalypse, a spiritual guide to the second coming.
You know, among the millions of things that atheistic scientists have never been able to figure out, or anti-God scientists, is the mind-body connection. I mean, besides everything else that can't be explained, we didn't just evolve physically. We have a mind. We have consciousness. We have something that sets us apart from every other being on this planet. We're created the likeness and the image of God. The mind-body connection has never been adequately explained or reasonably discussed. And the merging science of psychoneuroimmunology and new breakthroughs in epigenetics are proving what has long been known, and that is that thoughts and emotions transform the body. And I'll tell you what, this is all over the Bible. Our overall health lies primarily within the realm of our mind and our emotions. Like the universe, our bodies are interactive. They are not the random development of non-intelligent function. All of these facts are ignored and unanswered by science. That controls the way we see the world and the way we understand God. See, science can't even come up with an adequate explanation for consciousness. Those who embrace the theory of evolution cannot explain and will not even acknowledge the discovery of the remains of giants all across the globe, just like the Bible described. In North America alone, there are over 1,500 newspaper articles documenting, many times with pictures, the remains of giants, just like the Bible said. But you see, this would completely obliterate their already unproven theories. The idea that there was advanced technology thousands of years before Christ that can't even be duplicated today, it doesn't fit into our idea of a slowly evolving intelligence. Then there is the pesky detail of man somehow leaping from a subspecies like a primate to having astounding intelligence, knowledge of the cosmos, astronomy, medicine, geometry, anatomy, structural engineering, and this was supposed to happen overnight? No, the laws of evolution says nothing like this happens overnight. All of this happens over billions and billions of years, but I got news for you. The record is that 6,000 years ago, in our time, 6,000 years ago, suddenly there was an intelligence that emerged that to this day cannot even be duplicated. We can't build pyramids. We can't move rocks that weigh 20 and 30 tons with our minds or with our primitive tools that were available or whatever it was that they were using. I'll tell you, combine all these anomalies with the fact that there's not one piece of concrete evidence supporting evolution. Well, maybe you might argue, oh yeah, in uh, England there's a museum where they have a reptile with wings. And so that's the one single fossil proof of evolution. Well, let me tell you something. The Bible mentioned that one animal. Uh, when it's a list of clean and unclean animals, there is an animal that is listed among the reptiles and is listed among the birds as being unclean. In other words, it was both a bird and a reptile. That's already taken care of. That is, one fossil does not overcome thousands and thousands and thousands of other fossils. So there's really not one piece of concrete evidence supporting evolution. And it only comes down to one possibility. They're blind because they say they see. They've decided what they want to see. And that's all that will be seen. And long before the present-day intellectuals reached their conclusions, their predecessors were deceived and seduced by the Luciferian thought and the idea that through secret knowledge that was held on to by the elite, that they would be able to take over the world, do away with the middle class and have slaves. And see, that's really the goal behind 
the highest levels of governmental powers. That's not the Antichrist. That's what the Bible calls the great whore. Through the economic system, take over the world and control the wealth of the world. I'll tell you, this is Luciferian thought at its full-blown best. You know, the intellectually superior, or those that consider themselves the intellectually superior, are really what's called useful idiots of the enlightened. The enlightened, those who believe they know the secret knowledge that was passed down really from the Nephilim that they're going to use to take over the world. And through false education, they turn people into idiots who think they are so wise. So-called science, born from Lucifer and Nephilim, knowledge fueled with an anti-God prejudice has always had as its fundamental premise that the Bible is not true, creation is not true, man was not creating the likeness and the image. So we can't in any way support it or agree with it. So today, scientific information that's released to the public has become controlled by the system. And it's more about making money and maintaining power and controlling humanity than it is about discovery. Scientists are human beings with opinions, prejudices, sin issues, and control the core of the educational system. They control the core of medicine and psychology. Science in itself is not good or evil, but the basis of Luciferian knowledge was to show man how to live independently of God. Knowledge, therefore, is neither inherently good nor bad, but the person who uses knowledge and does so for evil or good will do so because of the condition of their own heart. So neither the universe nor science is evil, but the suppression of truth and the intention to support a false premise, that's very evil. See, one major twist in scientific thought is to diminish the idea that planet Earth is unique, that everything about the universe is unique. And really, it was thoughtfully designed to sustain human life. Man, I'll tell you, and this is one of the things I talk about in my series, is that planet Earth is designed to produce life on every single level. And it's amazing what God built into this. You know, the distance of the Earth from the sun, the distance of the Earth from the other planets, the gravitational field of the Earth, and the thousands and thousands of other factors tell us that planet Earth and our universe are incredibly unique and came into being by intelligent design. For example, every single day, there are more than 7 million lightning strikes across the globe. Now, we look at these like, oh my God, this is, you know, the world's being destroyed by lightning. Well, these lightning strikes actually keep the frequency of the atmosphere between the surface of the earth and the ionosphere balanced at somewhere right around 7.83 hertz or slightly higher harmonics which is the exact frequency required to sustain the functions of the human body in a peaceful mind. There are thousands of occurrences that happen in nature that support this incredibly unique design ecosystem that really specifically works to support man's health. Planet Earth is incredibly unique in ways that not many Christians even understand or realize. See, here's the thing. Planet Earth will be the abode of the new Jerusalem. You know, when we talk about heaven, we think about we're going to go to heaven. It's going to be somewhere way far away. Well, no, I'm going to tell you something. Heaven is, after the thousand years, the millennium of the kingdom of God on earth, which wicked people are still not going to want. They're not going to want justice. They're not going to want godliness. They're not going to want purity. They're not going to want honesty. They're going to rebel one final time. And after that comes the end. And after that, planet Earth is purged with fire and all this junk that man has built 
to exalt his ego and the height of his intelligence is all going to be wiped away and new Jerusalem is going to come to planet earth and God's coming here and we will dwell with him forever. We're not going to float around out on a cloud somewhere. It will be here on a recreated planet earth. This is what makes global destruction through pollution or annihilation a primary Luciferian goal. Destroy this planet because God has a purpose for this planet. See, most people believe that we are overpopulated. The earth can't sustain life. Well, all of this is to discredit the Creator. The moment you start believing that the earth can't support life, then God didn't do a good job. See, it even causes Christians to question the wisdom of God. Some seem to think that God's failed in His design of planet Earth or that these events and consequences are divine judgment. Boy, that's the one Lucifer loves for you to believe. Everything is divine judgment. But both of these conclusions discredit and undermine the love of God, discredit and undermine your confidence in God. And even more importantly, they make us believe that we must rely on the knowledge of scientists and governments and the benevolence of the dictators and the world powers to save us and to save the world. Listen, to bring the greatest pain to God, Lucifer must destroy what God loves. Mankind and the place of God's eternal dwelling, planet Earth, that's his goal. See, angels were created to be servants of mankind. It was to us that authority over planet Earth was given, not to angels. It was we who were created in the likeness and the image of God. It is the human race that has the unique capacity to know and feel God's love. Lucifer's pride wouldn't let him be a servant to man. He wanted all man to be under his rule. He wanted all man had. He wanted to rule planet Earth. His jealousy and his pride has driven him to destroy what he couldn't control. But I'll tell you what, it has not been through any means other than deception. And deception comes when man is ignorant, when man is ignorant of God's word, when man is ignorant of God's truth. Man must not trust God. He must surrender his authority through ignorance and unbelief or choice. One way or another, Lucifer wants you to surrender who you are in Jesus and your authority as a believer. But I got to tell you, nothing works quite as well as creating a global crisis that threatens planet Earth and all of humanity. And then, forcing the submission of a world to a false savior. In the world's political system, politicians pass laws that define morals, and scientists manage the information which denies the truth. So the combination of politics and science is the key to controlling all thought, all logic, all information, all faith. In other words, it is from the theories of scientists that we establish and justify the moral behavior that has been determined by the politicians. Thus, science and politics form a godless religion with all the dogmas, bias, and blind loyalty of religious zealots. And now the government has gone as far as to suggest that anyone who does not embrace the scientific worldview is a danger to society. Let me tell you something. You don't understand how evil the world is. You don't understand the destructive plans that Lucifer has for those who will give up their faith, their confidence, their trust in God. But you can know. My entire book and this CD series is all about equipping you to know what Jesus said you need to do. Listen, I'll be back in just a minute. You know, the real truth is the only people who really navigate life with the minimum amount of damage are people who know how to hear and connect with God in their heart. Go to my website and check out Heart Physics. This is where you learn how 
to know and feel God in your own heart. You know, Impact Ministries exist to change the way the world sees God. The Bible tells us that it's leaders, spiritual leaders, governmental leaders, corrupt leaders of any kind that cause people to hate God. If people know the truth about God, if they see God as He really is, the Bible says that's when they're going to say, how lovely in the mountains are the feet of them who proclaim the gospel of peace. I want to tell you something. We're doing everything we can to invest in you. Every week we got these broadcasts for you. We've got all kinds of free resources on our website. We've got all kinds of training programs for those who want to go deeper. We've got a, a school of ministry online. So if you want to develop your call or just develop yourself to the ultimate of knowing the Word of God, we are making these resources available to you every way we can, and we're taking them to the ends of the earth through Operation One Billion. Listen, if you want to be a part of something that is changing the lives of millions of people around the world, become a world changer with us. Help us take this message to the ends of the earth. Listen, I am not trying to get you to be reactionary to government, to education, to the medical system. I'm not trying to get you to be reactionary to anything because the truth is reactionary people are out of control. Reactionary people are usually acting out of fear. But I am trying to get you to understand how to think based on the Word of God. You see, we have given everything away to the world. We think the world is so smart and the world is so intelligent. Well, let me tell you something. The world system is built on foolishness that will fall apart. I want you as a believer to know the Word of God. And this is what you've got to do. You've got to know the Word of God, and you've got to know God for yourself. You know, science is not the problem. It's the misrepresentation of the facts. Government is not the problem. It has to be government. It's the misuse of government. So it's time for you to learn how to think like a disciple of the Lord Jesus. This is why the Bible didn't say go win converts. It said make disciples, teach people all the things that Jesus commanded and teach them to observe all of these things and thereby become disciples who know how to build their lives on the rock. See, people who do not build their lives on the Word of God connect with faith in Jesus. People who do not do that are like people who build their house on the sand. I got news for you. When the storms come, their houses blow away, they're destroyed, they're hurt, and can't be found. But those who believe on Jesus and cling to what He commanded and see value and wisdom in it and build their lives on it. These are disciples who build their house on the rock. Don't let anybody talk you into throwing away the Word of God. Don't let anybody make you think that science, that government, that medical science, any of these things are superior to the Word of God. Don't be arrogant. Don't be argumentative. Don't try to argue what you don't know. But you, in your prayer closet, in your intimacy with God, you get established in you and God and the realities of Christ. And i got news for you. You'll be able to weather any storm because your house will be built on the rock. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.